The following program contains views and opinions which are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody. Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they will continue to be a blessing in 2023. How about them apples? The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Just remember, the media will continue to get darker and darker in 2023. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because I signed a contract for 2023. You getting the hint there? Good. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes. Your phone calls and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. That's 10,800 half seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. This is the key. If you're looking for a key to this show, if you're going, you know what? What is that key to the David Spoon Experience show? Here it is. We don't know what we're doing. Put that, just write that down on a piece of paper. They don't know what they are doing. Got it? We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. Well, not that much anyway, because for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, that thingy. What can we do or not do to please God more? That's the kind of questions we are asking. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. Just give us a call. Doesn't take much. You just call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, An amazing experience takes place because you talk to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite. Talking to Dynamite D, that's like forgetting the past and looking forward to the future. I thought you were about to say forgetting your bag. <laughs> that would have been good too, though, right? Forgetting your bag at home and still getting through the show. That would be good too. Uh, also, you can text us. Now, let me tell you about something about the texting. I need somebody to text me while I'm doing this intro because 
The phone company tried to do something to help my texts, and I don't know if it worked. How's that? That's pretty straightforward. Just text the number in and just say, we are here. Uh, that number would be 214-210-8483. And I'm not sure if they enabled it or not. But uh, 214-210-8483 probably won't cost you anything unless you got a really lousy text plan. Then if I were you, I'd get a better text plan. That'd be my advice. Uh, also, uh, that's another way that you can reach out to us and contact us and, and engage with us. We love it. We do our best to answer the text during the show live it's pretty funny because uh, some of the things that come in <laughs> uh, uh, require a lot more time to respond to than I can respond to in a text. So you don't forget you can text us, 214-210-8483. Additionally, you can send us an email because I have my 39-cent uh, Chromebook right in front of me, david at hemustincrease.org. Again, not supercalifragilisticexpialidocious at hemustincrease.org, just david at hemustincrease.org. Also, we want to send you up to the website, remind you of a couple of things. Again, we want to remind you of the Ambassadors Program. If you've not done the Ambassadors Program, go to the website when we give you the address, check it out, watch the video, then fill out the little papers. Nobody gets any of the information. We keep everything tight. We keep everything amongst ourselves. Nobody touches everything, anything, anywhere. Okay? All right. Uh... Uh, so do that and then don't forget money money is an important part of our uh what's the word we're looking for paying the radio bills is required (laughs) there's no other way to say it there's just i cannot say it any other way please by all means uh do that uh go to he must increase.org Prayer request? HeMustIncrease.org Praise report? HeMustIncrease.org Looking to give to this ministry? HeMustIncrease.org Confused by what's happening right now? HeMustIncrease.org HeMustIncrease.org Wait, where's my What's Up Doc thing? Ah. That one was kind of long. That was long, but that was the one that always has the what's up, Doc? You know, kind of thing. Anyway, uh, still, I love it. All right, so to remember our text. So Annika's saying it's a Texas 8483. It's 214-210-8483. That's our text, right? You give the wrong number, Dave. Probably. It happens. (laughs) For me, all the time. I am so good at ruining an introduction. It's even funnier that you know how many times I've given our phone number out, right? So one, two, three, four, probably 10 to 15 times a show, a thousand shows. That's got to be 15,000 times. <laughs> I, I forget it. It happens. Uh, Noel made a comment the other day, which I won't repeat, but it had something to do with getting old like dust. We'll just move on to the next subject. Anyhow, I think our text is 214-210-8483. It better be as long as things are working. Uh, Additionally, I do want to remind people we are going to have a changed schedule. So Monday, we won't be on the air. I don't want people to get upset about it. It's a great replay that's coming. I hope it's a real blessing for you. And then we've got some things that I do want to be talking about. Uh, in regards to going into this next year, I'm going to do the teaching, but I want you to be aware that for the audience, you want to be praying, or this is what I've been praying, and I'm going to be praying this weekend for the audience, for people to be refreshed. 
one of the things that, you know, we've gone through this year and there have been ups and downs. The year started really tough for me because Ray had passed away and there was all these things going on. Uh, leg got a little better, ups, downs, illnesses, uh, new grandchild. You know, it's a, it's a plethora. What's a plethora? It's a whole bunch of different things up and down. But every once in a while, you just need to sit before the Lord, say nothing, do nothing, be nothing. And let his refreshing presence just sweep over you and give you that newness, that freshness, that refreshing that we need. And Bible makes reference to the refreshing of the Lord in Acts chapter 3, verse 19. We encourage you to get before the Lord and have that refreshment take place. It's a big deal to all of us, and we all need it. In the meantime, let's get to... Our teaching, which is really just super duper 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 wonderful. So here we go. We are in Hebrews chapter 10. We've already covered uh, all the way through Hebrews, which is a long book. It's not a short book. And we are already up all the way to verse 21. I want you to follow along because this one thing is so good. Verse 21 says this, And since we have a great high priest over the house of God, verse 22, let us draw near... With a true heart. So I want to discuss that drawing near part for those of us that might uh, remember some of the earlier things that we read in Scripture. Drawing near for mankind to God is difficult. From the Garden of Eden on, drawing near to God needs help. Adam and Eve were good at going the other direction and hiding one of the things that the Lord brought forward. And also, we have this testimony in the law that the high priest only entered into the presence of God once a year, and that to deal with sin for himself and for the nation. And to in, in order to deal with that sin, he had to actually come into the presence of God and it's ironic because it is the presence of God that sin makes you run away from, but it is the very presence of God that gives you the strength to fight against sin. So in the law, there's a testimony that says, listen, come to me. I am your answer for these struggles, for these bondages, for these difficulties. And the scripture in verse 22 says, let us draw near with a true heart. When you come before the Lord, and I've mentioned this many times before, you don't come before the Lord in some kind of uh, position. You don't try and like uh, game the system. You don't come before the Lord and try and be something you're not. You don't come before the Lord and try and project something you're not or somebody you're not or get in there and try and, you know, you know, poise yourself as though you're more righteous than you are or even to some degree for some people less righteous than you are. And it's like when you come before the Lord, do it with a true heart, just an honest, sincere, full, this is who you are. You are before your maker. He loves you. He's called your name. He's brought you to him and established a relationship through the redeeming work of Jesus Christ. And when you come before him, be yourself. That's who he created you to be. He's not looking for you to put on a projection. He's not looking for you to put on a mask. He's looking for you to be you. And there are times where you can come before the Lord, and it should be a deep, reverent, heavy-duty moment, and you know what I'm talking about. And then there's other times where you come before the Lord just like, just like Moses, just like David, just like Abraham, and you're like going, hey, what's going on? And then there's other times you come before the Lord and you just can't even lift up your head because you know you're full of sin. And then there's other times you come before the Lord and you're dancing. 
And people are like, it has to be one way. No, you are a human being. It has to be whatever it is that's going on in your life. You come before your maker and you be that. And you be honest and you be sincere. The still greatest moment of prayer I have ever prayed still was my prayer for deliverance for my own drug use. And I just, I don't know what it was. I'm sure it was the grace of God, but I just was so honest, like, I don't know, for like a minute. <laughs> and I was just like, uh, I like all this stuff. You know, <laughs> I wasn't going to lie about it. It was just like, but I know you don't like it. You got to take that out of me because I can't do this by myself. That's just honest. And so you come to the Lord, you draw near, he enables that drawing near through the blood of Jesus Christ, which we talked about uh, last uh, the last time we discussed the Hebrews, and that is through the blood of Jesus, we have a new and living way, which is fantastic. We can access any time. You are 24-7, 365 to the Lord. You can come in his presence now anytime. The new covenant that establishes the ability for you to walk right in the shadow of the high priest that sits in heaven is one of the greatest truths there is in the Christian faith. There is no more once a year. There is whenever you want. And to not avail ourselves for that is just our own lacking. It's our own failure. It's our own stupidity that drives us into those things. And we can come before the Lord just when you do. Just be true. Have a true heart. Have an honest heart. Have a sincere heart. And say, hey, I need this, or Lord, I'm looking at this, or I'm so thankful for this. Whatever. Be yourself. God knows who you are. He made you. He knows what you function as. Come before the Lord as you are. Come before the Lord, draw near through Jesus Christ. Okay, we'll take our break and then come back. You are listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. 
right here on KAAM. The deterioration of the ecosystem or creation itself is definitely the result of man. You say, well, how can you say that? Well, Romans chapter 8, verse 19 through 21. I just read the scriptures. I don't need anything else. The Bible says this, the creation waits in eager expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope that the creation itself would be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God. Creation itself is longing for the redemption that comes through Jesus Christ, and until that takes place, it is on a collision course down. The result of the ecosystem or creation itself crashing is a result of man's sin in the garden. So when they say, oh, well, it's not man-made— Oh, yes, it is. Of course it's man-made. It's because we messed up in the garden. But I wasn't with Adam and Eve. You were in the person of Adam and Eve. And if you want me to use it, you were in the life-giving force of Adam and Eve. And if you want me to really say it, you were in the loins of Adam and Eve. You were there, too. They stuck their fist up to God and said, nope. (laughs) And God went, okie dokie, here's the result. The David Spoon Experience. If Jesus Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready to do our very first trivia question. Let's see, there's five questions. One of them is a little tougher. Okay, I'm going to say one of them is like kind of like, ooh, that's a little tough. Uh, the rest of these you guys should be on top of. I have great confidence. The one thing I will say is I think I forgot to do my very famous, uh, uh, you know, soft voice on my text. Didn't I forget to do that? So I'll do that in this one. Okay, here we go. All right, here's your trivia question. What book comes immediately before Ezekiel? What book? Becomes, comes immediately before Ezekiel. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. Additionally, you can send an email, david at he must increase.org. That's david at he must increase.org. What book? comes before Ezekiel. Remember, we talked about this before. We did the split up for a lot of people. You know, how's the Old Testament split up? We went through that. The Old Testament and the New Testament, how that split up. Um, I will tell you that I've been in Exodus, and man, the Lord, you know, you think you know a lot when you, you know, you've been doing it for a long time or whatever. I can't believe how dumb I am. <laughs> I was reading something, and it was like I'm looking at the the Exodus at the sacrificial lamb, and one of the things that it just just I don't know why I didn't register or something, but in the sacrificial lamb that they were giving that they were uh, for for to protect them for the Passover, uh, one of the commandments it's just a one line commandment says don't break the bones. And then you go to the Psalms, I think it's Psalm 34, where it says his bones were not broken. And then John 19, 36, it says his bones were not broken. And it's just this one little lie, and it's like, look at that connection. 
between the lamb that was sacrificed for Passover and Jesus Christ. It's so amazing. It's just lights out fantastic. But anyway, I digest. We'll just move on from there. Uh, okay, trivia question, then we'll do our DNA. Trivia question is, what book comes immediately before Ezekiel? If you think you know the answer... 972-445-0770, also 214-210-8483 for the text, and then david at hemustincrease.org is the email. Let's do our DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. I mean, you've heard me say this, and I'll say it uh, until I'm done teaching, until the Lord calls me. Just spend some time. Whatever that is, just spend some time. It doesn't matter. What if it's only two minutes? Two minutes is better than no minutes. Okay. Okay. Oh, Annika caught my. See, I said digest instead of digress on purpose. She caught that. Good catch. Uh, and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never, ever, ever be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. And then A, always be ready to serve. To serve, which is where this puts us in the place where we're thinking, how are other people doing? Yes, I know how I'm doing. Yes, I'm I'm in touch with, you know, the Lord working on me. But what am I in touch with regarding the people of God? It's an amazing principle to think that people—I'm going to say this, but be really careful about this. You cannot go through the Christian walk without being connected to other Christians because you cannot fulfill the commandments of Christ, period. And if your excuse is, well, they're just a bunch of hypocrites, the answer is, well, what's one more? So just keep that in mind. There is no loner Christianity. It does not work that way. I'm sorry for those that just don't want to be. Sorry, doesn't work that way. Uh, especially when you get into Hebrews 10.25, which we're going to not get into today, but uh, next week we will. All right, uh, that's our DNA. Don't forget, draw closer to the Lord daily. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. And then, A, always be ready to serve. Let's get into this next little segment because I want you to hear this. This is really kind of fun for me. I like this little part. It says this in verse 22 and 23. It says, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed in pure water. That has to do with baptism, so there's no excuse. Don't say, well, I just don't want to be baptized. Tough. Jesus told you to do it, do it. Verse 23, let us hold on to the confession of our hope without wavering. I just want to say this because this is really important. This could be a, a minor blessing for Joanna and Cordelia, but let's just understand this really quickly. We believe that Jesus is the son of the living God. And this is the greatest story ever told. It's the greatest truth ever communicated to mankind. It is about Jesus, who is not of this earth, coming to earth to help the people of earth. If you really want to talk about great science fiction, there's Steven Spielberg and there's George Lucas and there's, you know, Area 51 and all this stuff. But how about the real the real science of it all, and that is Jesus Christ became one of us in order to help us. That is akin to some superior alien 
becoming a man a man in order to help mankind. It's like, I don't know how you can really miss that. We'll use the Billy Graham example because it's a phenomenal example. The man and the son walking across the little lot, the little park, and they see a, a ant hill that's been stepped on, and there's dead ants, and there's ants running all around over the place, and, and, and uh, they're trying to figure out what to do. And so the father says to the son, how could you help those ants? And the son said, I don't know. And the father said, you become an ant. That's how you help. And that's what Jesus did. He became one of us. And so people get excited because the, you know you you think oh well I'm not it's fire insurance are you kidding this is the single greatest story ever Jesus became one of us if anybody is a science fiction fan and doesn't get this you are miss and we're not even talking about angels and demons we're not even discussing the heavenly hosts which we're not even sure what that is i know people go with angels we don't know nobody knows only god knows and so it's like what how cool is that you just think oh, that's amazing and you know what the scripture says you hold Firm your confession. Some people are going, what are you trying to say? You think that there was some kind of alien that created the universe? And they're just, yes. <laughs> it's like, what's ironic? I'm just going to say this because people need to understand how hilarious this really is. What's ironic is one of the greatest atheists believed that mankind was seeded by a superior alien being. See now, see now, you know, you know why that's funny? Because that's what we've been saying about Adam and Eve the whole time. Anyway, it's the point is, this, it's like it's not even bizarre. It's like got it. Now get on our train here. Why wouldn't that alien communicate? Oh yeah, it's called writing a book. I created the university. He can write a book. It's just gonna stand with it. It's phenomenal. But you know what? You stand firm in your confession. I need to stand firm in, in, in my confession because people will ridicule your faith. Do you understand? That is what happens when they don't know what to do with it. When you don't know what to do with it, you, just, you make fun of it, right? I just, I don't understand it. You're, you're dumb because you believe it. I mean, that's like their defense. It's like, Really? So the scripture in verse 23 says, let's hold on to our confession of our hope without wavering. What is that hope? That we are going to be dancing on streets of gold. Mm, that is some hope, isn't it? Forever. Our streets will be gold. Imagine how the rest of it will be. <laughs> uh, okay, what book comes immediately before... The book of Ezekiel, that would be Lamentations, a kind of part two-ish kind of mentality from Jeremiah the prophet, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, Ezekiel, Daniel. That makes up the major prophets. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. Don't go anywhere. I was uh, driving down I-30 yesterday, and it was stop-and-go traffic. There was, uh, I guess, an accident up ahead. So I was putting along at uh, 20 miles an hour, 15 miles an hour, and this little sports car would speed up and get right beside me, and then he'd fall back. You know, just kind of we're shuffling back and forth. He'd go, and I'd go, and he'd go, and I'd go. 
And I just was watching out of the corner of my eye and just kind of mindlessly driving at 20 miles an hour. And then all of a sudden, I hear this little beep, 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 beep. And I said, "Uh uh-oh, what did I do? And I looked out of the corner of my eye, and he drove right up next to me. He had his windows rolled down, and he gave me a big old thumbs up. And I said, what's he giving me a thumbs up for? I was kind of expecting when you have somebody honking at you, you're expecting something else, you know. And uh, and then I realized I have that bumper sticker on my ah. ears that's, uh, it's, you know, um, God created the universe. Uh, he can write a book. And uh, and then he just sped off. Not well. He he slowly drove off at <laughs> 20 miles an hour. <laughs> but I, I just thought that was neat. That's the first time that anybody's really gives a thumbs up for a bumper sticker. Usually people that have bumper stickers, it's to hold their bumper on their car. But that uh, is I just awesome. wanted to share that story. That is an awesome story. First of all, it's really good that he gave you a thumbs up and didn't use any other yeah. fingers. So let's just say that's for sure. And then the other part about that is that that's cool because whether he's listening to the show or not, he agrees with you, knows that that's true. Hey, look, God created the universe. The dude can write a book. Let's just get that. Well, let's it, get that squared away. You know. <laughs> yes, and it, you know what? He might be listening to the story um, to the to the uh, radio now. That's exactly right. What a blessing. That's cool. And we do have those bumper stickers. So no, we only have so many, but we were, as we get this, we're going to do an ambassador program, and that'll give people an opportunity to put the bumper sticker on their car if they want to, and nobody wants you to do anything to your car you don't want to. But I really, really appreciate you sharing that story. And that is a great story. And see, every time we're in traffic, we think something bad's going to happen. Instead... Hey, there was something good that happened. Somebody standing with you in the faith, perhaps a fellow listener saying, right on. Just right. That's the right target. I bet that blessed you at the moment, didn't it? It sure did. Yeah. It sure did. That's cool. Yeah. That's a great story. I mean, I love that. Oh, good job. <laughs> good good job in being an ambassador just by sharing that bumper sticker and just by proclaiming the truth. Some people will read that and they might go, oh, I don't know, but it sure challenges a lot of people, doesn't it? It's like, oh, you got to think that through, don't you? The David Spoon Experience. 770 KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.